Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee baby we got it It's up, everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i'm naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners we are recording this in the middle of a heat wave it is difficult to think the air conditioner has to be off for us to record so i said this is gonna be the fastest intro ever okay because i got this ac off so y'all can hear me crystal clear but i'm gonna tell you this your girl dripping your girl sweating like whitney houston okay and I'm out here trying to introduce this dope-ass episode, but my brain is addled. My brain is scrambled like eggs. The heat does that. I had to do a, a podcast interview yesterday uh, when it was also 103 degrees out, and like halfway through, like I'm dabbing my forehead <laughs> like I'm like a Southern lawyer. Right, like, right, right, right. And like just barely trying, I'm like, what is the next question? What do they just say? Right. What is happening? <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like What's like that's like what's really fake about Colonel Sanders? He should be sweating. <laughs> Colonel Sanders should be sweating on the bucket of chicken because he's in layers. He is southern. He do declare, 
and he should be sweating. And he ain't, because that's just not. Well, I know why the chicken's so salty. It's my sweat. flecked with my sweat. Ew. Flecked with my sweat is such a gross <laughs> phrase. Oh, God. But it's also everything in this house. So mm. it feels very accurate. Yes. Uh, so, okay. So let's rush through. We had a couple comments from Matt's episode. Yes. We Matt. had a lot of comments, actually. But I, I have... Winnowed it down to three, where I and where I thought there was some really important information. Do you remember there was a caller who is going to nursing school, going back yep. to nursing school, and a friend of theirs at school uh, has been confiding in her yes. about her abusive husband. Yes, and the question was really about like I don't know how to draw boundaries. Right, right, right. I think this is important. Like I think she needs an outlet, but also like it. I'm taking on too much. Right, 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 right. right. Um. But a lot of people, and a lot of people, I think universally, the people that wrote in thought we did well with the advice that we all gave, mm-hmm. uh, but they had some additional information. Yes. Do you want to read? I do, because this is some really good stuff that we didn't think of. So the first one, read Matt Rogers' episode, Abuse Caller. Social worker here. First of all, love the pod, love y'all and Matt. First of all, we love when a social worker writes in, okay? This is someone who is doing the work and who knows the truth. Anyway, they say. Just want to clarify a few things around domestic violence victims with children. Laws vary by state. I work in New York. But often if someone with minor children reports they're experiencing domestic violence to a therapist, the therapist is mandated to report to children's services. The system is so broken when it comes to abuse victims and the victim often gets punished if they do decide to report. Also, the most dangerous time period for a victim is the immediate period when they leave their abuser. Also, abusers often do get custody of children, especially if the victim has dealt with mental health, substance abuse issues, etc. And especially if the abuser holds the power, as they so often do, when it comes to finances, immigration status, race, etc. But the advice y'all gave to the caller was amazing, encouraging her to find her outlet and boundaries in an incredibly difficult situation. So that's some important stuff to note and to keep in mind when you just try to tell somebody some stuff. Another person. I work in homeless services and have experience with domestic violence, so I want to share two things. Please encourage the caller to share the National DV hotline number with her friend. 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or they can even call together. They also have a website and a chat option. Even if she doesn't want to leave yet, they can get info and resources there. Another person says, personally, I have found the book Codependent No More by Melody Beatty to be incredibly helpful in identifying my own codependent behavior and figuring out ways to find my own boundaries from there. I work on these specific boundary gaps in therapy. So also for the caller, for the caller, read that learning how to just draw that line. They also suggested Codependence Anonymous. Oh, now that's the Coda movie I want to see. Uh, Andy, also, don't we have some updates? updates yeah. yeah, some lovely updates. <laughs> I can see you starting to wither already. We've had the air conditioning off for five minutes. Yeah. Are you surprised? <laughs> I literally was struggling to read. I, the letters were crossing. Uh, we have two updates. One of them, do you remember from Gareth Reynolds and Dave Anthony? I yes, literally forgot Dave's name. <laughs> uh, their episode. Do you remember uh, gross person? <laughs> the person <laughs> who called in wasn't gross, but they called in. About their, their gross co-worker. About their, gr- their co-worker who has a gross husband. And was who, telling everybody about how she, gross he yes. was at work. I, I th- There's a theme yeah. with these, which is oversharing. One yes. in, in a way that's like therapeutic and another that's like disgusting. Correct. Okay. So here's an update from the person that called. Uh, hey, update on the first message I sent you guys about the crazy coworker and her alcoholic husband who jerks off, <laughs> snot rockets, etc. I don't have 
to work with her anymore. Lol. I did send the episode to several of our other coworkers at the time. Everyone loved it, as in laughed a bunch. Hopefully, if nothing else, I've got y'all some new listeners. Uh, and there's a emoji with an open mouth smile. Appreciate the advice. If I'm ever ready for legitimate relationship advice, I'll leave a voicemail. Thank y'all. So really, this isn't an update. Well, sort of an update, but I love is basically like, I'll let everybody else hear what you said about her, <laughs> which is honestly what I want people to do. Okay. If you come in and ask us a question about somebody, you got to share this with everybody and be like, okay, I've sent this. There is now a public record, a podcast record of this person's <laughs> crazy behavior. Also, do you remember, I think it's Steph's episode, right? Autumn and Cleveland called in. Yes. Also the title of a book. <laughs> Moved back home with her parents. Yes. I was like, Cleveland how do I terrible. hang out? It was like, I want to be in a relationship. I feel like I should want to be in a relationship because everybody else is, but I'm in Cleveland and it sucks. Yeah. I think, I can't remember exactly what happened. My brain is starting to cook too, but Autumn called with an update. Hey, Andy and Naomi. Autumn in Cleveland. <laughs> oh man, I just I was not expecting that to be on to be on the show today and I I I work from home so I'm just like sitting here listening and I hear Autumn and I'm like, "Oh my god, they heard my message." Um, thanks so much for all of the insight and advice and advice. It's great. Um, that last message that I left was very long and rambly. I must have not taken my ADHD medicine that day because that was ridiculous. So thanks for listening to it. Um, yeah, I am out of my, out of my parents' house finally. That was taking forever. Um, yeah, I'm still in Cleveland. And I think one of the most important things that I forgot to mention, uh, that kind of gives a little context is that I was living in New Orleans before I came back to Cleveland. So honestly, it was more of a culture shock coming back to Cleveland than it was to live in New Orleans. <laughs> if that tells you kind of like, I don't know, it's boring here. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm home. I got my, got my childhood cat. Yeah, uh, I'm not planning on staying in Cleveland. I will get out of Cleveland, but it would be nice to meet some cool people here in the meantime. So I'm definitely gonna, uh, gonna message you guys on Instagram. Um, say hi, Billy. <laughs> That's my cat. Anyway, thank you. Thank you both so much. And yeah, I, I'm about to sign up for therapy to do, to continue therapy to do the whole thing and talk about all of the craziness in my past with those two quote unquote relationships. And then, yeah. And I'm just going to stay single because I like being alone most of the time and it's great. All right. Bye-bye. Wow. First of all, <laughs> autumn is very fun to me. I do like a shout out from a cat. Love an audible cat sound. Audible cat sound is relatable to us. Yes. Okay. It's for the record, the animals are laying is on the coolest tiles they can find right now. Um, Autumn's out of the parents' house. I mean, that's huge. That's good. That's huge. That's good. So I, that's beautiful. I will say this. So Autumn commented on the picture for Steph's episode. Uh huh. So if you were one of the people who are also in Cleveland and and want more friends uh -huh. that contacted us. You can go directly to the source. Yep. You go to Instagram. What are we? Couples Therapy Pod? Yes. Is that the name of it? Yeah. <laughs> At Couples the Therapy Pod? Yeah. Hey, why not follow us while you're there? <laughs> follow us while you're there. <laughs> and then you can look at Steph Tolo's picture. And then you can see Autumn's comment. <laughs> okay. And then you can message Autumn from that comment. 
We are we are visibly starting to like fall apart. Okay, but you know what? We have a great episode. This is a fun one with someone who simply her smile lights up a room. Yeah. She just is so sweet and I just adore her. She's so funny. We are talking to Tian Tran, honey. You may know Tian from How I Met Your Father on Hulu. Maybe you heard her on Hysteria. Tian is out here, honey. She's wonderful. She's fun. And it's time to get into it. Roll it. Tian, you have a beautiful voice. The Ugh. timber, the clarity. Like, you must do voiceover. The Jeffrey Timber. The you, Jeffrey Timber. You know, that's very nice of you to say. I haven't I haven't booked any of you. <laughs> Weird. I think that's so strange. Um, but I have been told by people. Oh, let me turn. Okay. I've been told by people that I do have a nice voice and I I'm I feel very thankful to have uh, a voice like this. Thank you to my parents. Shout out to my parents. <laughs> that's control. genetics, right? That's genetics, right? Yeah, but they right? couldn't control how the DNA was going to match up. They couldn't control the chromosomal <laughs> I think my mo- I think my mom chose the right chromosomes to express this while in Gattaca. utero. No, this, this is Gattaca. Gattaca. This ain't Gattaca. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy, if I had a nickel for every time you said, this ain't Gattaca about I haven't anything. seen Gattaca. It was shown in my biology uh, college. Uh, like what? My- College? What? Yes, college. Oh my god, yes. I was in fully college. expecting like high school, like a hungover like a biology teacher exam. wheeling in a, a TV. <laughs> Wait, how old are you? You're way younger than us, right? So like I don't think so. I'm thirty five. Okay. okay. So yeah, no, but so yeah. but you did you ever have the experience of someone wheeling in a TV with a VCR? You might be Yes, like, of course. Oh, okay, so, a VCR. Okay. I know a VCR. <laughs> Okay. Oh my goodness. I know. Video c- control recording. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they wheeled it in at college? No, they like they they played it on the project like the projector. I I like I'm sure the professor was maybe hungover. Hungover with a PhD. That's crazy. Um and they played Gattaca, but I think my friends and I left. I just remember sure. the Yeah. I, yeah, I think I remember seeing Gattaca come up with like the fun yep. light yep. effect, right? Is that mm-hmm, to make you mm-hmm. know like, ooh, those are nucleic acids. Yep, yep. And then uh-huh. <laughs> and then I left. So I've never seen it. Should I watch <laughs> should I watch it? No. It was fun, fun. in the time. Yeah. I really liked it back in the day, but it was like I was a teen. Do you know what I mean? Like I think it was like, yeah. yeah, cool, a fun movie for a teen, but like as a grown adult in twenty twenty two, you're like, honey, this is the least of our worries. Yeah, I wouldn't even show that in a film class if I was teaching a film class. <laughs> That is a major burn. Do you hear that, Gattaca creators? <laughs> it's not it bad. Doesn't even By the deserve way, it's not, them. I'm, I'm not saying fine. that because I'm worried like they have power or anything like that, and I'm <laughs> like they hold my career in their hands. I'm just saying oh. that like it's not like it's a fun. It's like a movie you would like. Hey, you want to put this on? Sure. And then you would but like. I think you would do burritos. that initially. I don't think nowadays anyone's like, let's go back to Gattaca. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have that sci-fi. <laughs> standing of like a total recall where you'd be like let's go back to this old joint oh yes you know um yeah yep i'm sure i've said this before in the pod but like my mom she was like naomi i refuse to watch gattaca because i do not believe in a future where there are no black people so she will not watch futuristic films where like i love you know uma thurman is like the ideal woman and ethan hawk is trying to be the ideal man she was like no not gonna see it and i was like i understand (laughs) are they married (laughs) No, they're both like in whatever the program no, is. No, 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 in real life. In real Don't life, they have a I, daughter? Think they're, they, they're, uh, I think their they're daughter divorced. was in uh, Stranger Things. 
Yes. Yes, but they divorced. Well, maybe it's worth going back to see. Maybe that's where they met. And maybe, like, <laughs> Maya, is that her name? This is not what we bought Tian here to do. No, this is okay. exactly no, what we I brought No, I actually, I really want to see their chemistry on film. <laughs> it's been something I've been searching for. Oh maybe this God. is the film where Maya became a twinkle in their eyes. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay, fine. We're all going to go back to Gattaca. Join us on the Patreon, where we go back and watch. Can and see imagine? if we, can we find the scene where, like, they yeah. connected romantically. They fell for each other. Yeah. Now, Tian, before we started recording, you said a sentence that we said, <laughs> we better get started. Yeah, literally, like, pinged our brains. We're like, hold on, hold on, let's re- hit the record button. <laughs> the Midwest said- is full of trauma, is what you oh. said. You said that. I mean, the, I did say the Midwest in full is full of trauma. Now, I want to just clarify that I love the Midwest. <laughs> I love the Midwest, but I spent the entire pandemic there. I just, I, like, uh-huh. not that that's a bad thing, but I think... Now, when I think of where I was, which was Champaign, Illinois, I think of like the scariest moments of the pandemic where we were wiping down everything and like didn't uh-huh. know if we were allowed to go outside. And like, you know, I learned the skills of hearing someone in the hallway and knowing if they had a mask or not. Like, I could. Ah! <laughs> yeah. You know, the superpowers, like <laughs> those are the things that I learned in the early days. And so that's what I that's what I mean. When I mm-hmm. when I say the Midwest is full of trauma, because that first that first moment was it was scary. So, mm-hmm. but now, so you know, obviously, couples therapy. We are going to be answering people's questions. We love to talk about relish, but also for the listeners, because like you have had for a long time a long distance, long term lover yes. who is teaching in Champaign, Illinois. Yep. And so then my question is, were you? Already there when the pandemic dropped, or were you like the pandemic popped off and you were like, "Baby, I'm coming to Champagne." <laughs> I, I the the pan I was in Chicago finishing up a job, and then the pandemic start started, and she just drove up, picked me up, and then we just hunkered, <laughs> hunkered in. Yeah, you hunkered, hunkered down, in. okay. So yeah. right away, right. so like that's intense. Yeah. Our last dinner out was at Italy, so that was really fun. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> she's a teacher. I, she is a per- yes. She's well. Here's the twist. Are you ready for this? Couples therapy listeners. She has resigned from her professorial job <gasps> and is doing full time writing. Is going to write a book. She's an incredible writer wow. and has and we're no longer long distance. We are. Distance lists. We are <laughs> in, 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 in each other's faces twenty four seven. It's <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Who ch- like I've only lived in L A. long distancely, so I think L A. to me felt very like sad and hopeless. But now, you know, it's so much more fun to like live with your person in the same place, and it's really great. Yeah, still feel sad and hopeless, but only when you leave the confines of your apartment or house. Yes, yes, yes. Sad and hopeless in a different way. Now there's like sad and hopeless with love, you know? (laughs) 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 Which is a little better, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. But, but like, do you think the Midwest is full of trauma? Is it just the pandemic or are you still like getting like, you know, uh, dust bowl trauma from like the 1920s <laughs> or 30s well, well, but like did you you didn't grow up there did you no no i no how dare no just I, uh, <laughs> no i grew up in um erie pennsylvania which okay, is like yes. midwest light you know uh-huh. like yeah. it had shades of the east coast but with like coloring of the midwest so i guess kind of yeah, we. Uh, so I'm from Pennsylvania too. I'm. Oh from my God! What part? Reading, Pennsylvania. But I went to Pitt, 
And uh, there was a, I remember like a punk compilation of a bunch of like hardcore bands in Pittsburgh, <laughs> and they called Pittsburgh the East Coast of the West. No, wait, the West Coast of the East. Shit. It sounds <laughs> like probably is, the West Coast of the East of the Coast. Midwest, Coast of something the East. like that. Whatever it is, whatever makes sense there. <laughs> but to sit to like, to, <laughs> to, uh, to, ve- the nor- to th- underscore what you said, yes, with the Midwest feel. <laughs> to underscore, I'm on underscoring what you said with whatever makes the most sense to underscore it with. Yeah. I, yes. Love that punk group. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. Um, did you like Pittsburgh? I, I loved growing up in Erie. I loved Pittsburgh. Yeah, Erie, Pittsburgh's very cool. Yeah. Erie, you, had, uh, you even had uh, some... Uh, experimental bands and stuff playing up there i remember if i remember correctly uh i was too young to get into the i was too young to get into the scene i was really hot on the indoor water parks so (laughs) if you you want any tips on that i can tell you splash lagoon shout out wait do they have multiple indoor water parks no they just had like they had one, and it was it blew my mind that you could slide inside. Look, I was so <laughs> blown away. I was blown away. I was like, this place is incredible. It's the tropics every, all year round. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's honestly also, that is in line with how I imagine you as a small child. You have Disney princess energy to me. <laughs> Oh my like, god, I love very that. just like oh a whole new world. You know, you're just really just I could just see you just loving life like little Tien. I feel like you were a smiley sweet little girl and you were like I can swim in winter and like you were freaking out. Maybe I feel like you like saw me. I feel very seen right now <laughs> as a little kid. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Oh, we got an angel among us, a sweet baby angel. Would you would you both go to a like an indoor water park in this time? What? No. In 2022? No, absolutely what are you, not. crazy? No. Okay. I don't I don't want the covid. It, you know, it's it's what we call now, you know, kids used to sing about the combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Now I'm singing about the combination Monkeypox COVID-19. Oh and that's what I imagine an indoor water park is, okay? You're getting the combination. Oh my God, you are getting a combination. You can't even order them separately. Like, you <laughs> you will get them mm-hmm. both. Both. Like, both that's sliding down the slide. Combo meal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> be my... God. Can you do that? I've never been to one of those combination things. Is that, like, the appeal of it? Like, you had a combo meal that's, like... Two tacos and like some like a, a, a thigh or whatever. <laughs> well, it's two <laughs> different counters. I think the appeal is one that they're always open late, and that if you're like with multiple people, everyone can kind of probably be happy. You see what I'm saying? Like someone could be yeah, like, "I yeah. want to get a pizza. I want to get a taco." Or it's like, "I want to." Tr-. And like, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, midnight and you're 23, and you say, "I got five dollars to my name." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's like a two store food court. You know, you like walk in, you're like, "Oh, this is." This is so fun. We have so many it, options from these. It's two a two. Menus. It's a two store tennis court. It's a food there tennis court. Just it's two a, little sides. <laughs> two sides. But that. But that's what. But that's a KFC also, right? Isn't it all three of them? One I've thing? never seen all three, but that's possible. I've never. Wait, what's all three? What's in the KFC All Star? Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut. Right. I is that not that. a store? Andy, I'm sure it is. Somewhere I'm sure it is. I just. I've never been to one. I've never been to one. I've been a vegetarian for almost 20 years, so it's like, so I really stopped going to fast food. Yeah, and you don't like beans either. Like, now you can almost, you can go to fast food now, but growing up you couldn't. You know what I mean? If you're a vegetarian. Because, like, at least now there's impossible, you know, stuff. Yep. But no. No. You don't like beans? No, he does not like like beans. I don't like like the look of them. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what they're the they're condescending as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they talk How to me? How dare like they? This? <laughs> you know, my my partner like I'm a I'm a big I'm a big meat eater. I kind of love it. And she is much more like wanting to eat more vegetarian things and so um we eat a lot of bean dinners, but like my mom thinks it's so funny that every time she ca- my mom calls us and we'll be like, "Are you having another one of those bean dinners?" Like she thinks <laughs> <laughs> she thinks my partner's like torturing me with beans that I'm just like eating begrudgingly. She's like, "Really? Is, is she making you eat more beans, Tiny?" <laughs> um, I'm imagining an eye roll, a huge eye, roll, like one of those eye rolls where it like hurts. Your mom, your, her yeah. mom doing an eye roll like that? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she says it. <laughs> bean dinner. Well, I will say the phrase bean dinner is very sad. Uh, to, something about the phrase, are you having another one of those bean dinners? It just yeah. implies things are not going well. well. It's like that Ren and yeah. Stimpy episode where they had to like cut a bean, In a half. single bean into slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even half, slices to That's, feed everyone. That is what our bean dinner is like. It's one bean on a big plate. <laughs> And you're trying to kind of, um, no, no, you're, um, wait for it, wait for it. I know this is going to be worth it. What bead on a plate and your lady in the tramping it? There it is. There it is. <laughs> so you're both ghosts. Yep, they're so both going bead. in on a you're bead. You're basically just kissing with a bead. <laughs> just kissing with a bead. <laughs> Absolutely. Listeners, try it. I know it's a lot But how did you meet? Well, I was going to say, okay, because you guys met in Chicago. Not to hard pivot. We- we got a hard soft no, pivot. No, soft pivot. Uh, we met at, I used to throw a very self-indulgent birthday party called Tanks for Hank. Um, <laughs> and Hank, Hank is like my nickname. Yeah, my where full, did that come from? Okay, so my full name is Huntian, um, which is spelled H-A-N-H. And I had like a substitute teacher call out Hank Tina as my, oh, is that, so that where it all began? So that's where it all began. So Hank Tina is like an attempt to reclaim <laughs> a racist. <laughs> as I'm older now and I've read more books, I'm like, is this good? <laughs> <laughs> but I used to throw a party called Tanks for Hank because in my like, you know, early 20s single in the city, I was making a lot of tank tops out of T-shirts. I don't know if you went through a side boob phrase but I did big time. Did either of you? Bless you. No, honey. No, honey. I've never had a figure that could get away with that. Well, I, I like, that was my only positive feature that I felt good about showing was like this tiny sliver of my <laughs> side boob. So I made a lot of t-shirts out of, or uh, tank tops out of Andy t-shirts. Andy looks, for the listener, Andy is just looking I know, I'm like, with like, he's like, I'm trying to understand what's happening. Well, I guess the thing I'm thinking of is like, is it that it feels good? Or is it that like you, that is like, um, you find it. You were serving eroticism. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was, yes. We're like, that's I, like, okay. Yep. Because I think in my mind, I was like, the patriarchy has made us think that cleavage is the only way. And as a, <laughs> as a lesbian in the city, I'm doing the side. Like, I honestly, I really, I really think that that was me taking back the power. Sure. Um, sure. And so I would throw a birthday party for myself where I would make ribs wings, shish kebabs, burgers, wow. and and friends would come over and just bring, all I asked for was like a t-shirt or tank top that was thrifted $5 and under as mm-hmm. entry into the party. 
<laughs> and like we'd put them on a clothes hang. I'm now I'm just t- I'm now I'm just bragging about the party. Who cares this about is a my real partner? Cool party. Yeah. <laughs> um, but someone brought my partner to the party, and immediately I was like, "Who's the woman with the legs?" And <laughs> the legs. <laughs> when you say someone brought them. Do you mean as their date, or do you mean they brought them as a friend? As a friend, as a matchmaking potential. Oh, two matchmaking. Oh, two okay. matchmaking. Okay, okay. Our two okay. friends. Our two friends we were a couple, not together anymore. But <laughs> the two friends that were together, they told her like, "You should come to this birthday party. You should meet the birthday girl." They did not tell me anything. That's good uh, though. That's good because then it doesn't so create good. Anxi- anxiety. And then you were like, "Who's the dame with the gams?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Who's the dame with the gams?" <laughs> and at the time. I was doing, I had like, what's that ombre, like when you like dye just the ends of your hair? Like, I don't know what it's called. I, yeah, I know, just. I, I can't remember. Like, a, a, it, they were purple. Anyway, the ends of my okay. hair were purple. And I remember very distinctly the first conversation we had, she like very tenderly touched the purple ends of my hair. And I swear to God, I was like, ha, huh, like electricity. <laughs> electricity through the body. Wow. And. I was like, who is this? And then she asked me out like two weeks later, and that was nine years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. In those two weeks, did you think of her? I did, because my I was like, well, she when she left the party, she came to say goodbye, and I didn't hear her at first. And we laugh about this now, because I didn't hear her at first because I thought she was asking for my number or like some way to contact me. But instead, she was like, I was just saying bye. And I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) But now she was like, in the car ride home, I was like kicking myself for not asking you for your number. Um, And almost immediately, the two friends were like, hey, she's been asking about you. And I was like, please give her like my contact information. Okay. And she emailed Ask Me Out. So it was a nice oh little God. email exchange. I know I have it still saved in my <laughs> Gmail. Yeah. Okay. So. okay. Please give her my email. Please give her my phone number, my parents' phone number, <laughs> our, their address, my address. <laughs> I was like, give here's my, my social security number. Just like do a background check on me. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, okay. But okay. So nine years ago now, and she's a prof. She, she was yep. getting her degree and stuff. Is she older or are you guys around the same age? She's only two years older than me. Okay, so not much older. So has her yeah. PhD? That's she was. Yeah, teaching. yeah. Okay. W- do you mind if I ask what in? Oh, no, not, uh, not oh. <laughs> a PhD in uh, <clears throat> art history. Nice. Yeah, she's a hot. She's a hot nerd. Um, hot doc. Hot doc. <laughs> hot, um, doc hot doc. Now, okay, so then nine years ago, so you're like 26 ish. Had you had a lot of GFs? You know what I mean? Like, was this? I guess. Considering you guys have now been together so long and you've been through a pandemic and all that kind of stuff, you know, like how much did you know what you wanted or like know what you were looking for or know what was good for you? And how much was just purple tipped electricity? (laughs) Purple tipped electricity. So much was PTE. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Such a good question. I had had one other girl, like long term girlfriend before that. Mm -hmm. And she was, yeah. I, I think that like, I had to like untrain my brain to all the like crazy rom com. I loved rom com. Did you guys like rom coms growing up? I did very much so. Oh my mm-hmm. god, I loved rom coms so much, and like had to like teach myself that that all of that stuff is bullshit. Nobody's communicating properly in any of those movies, <laughs> and so 
And so the first girlfriend that I had, I think I learned a lot from just like what I wanted, how I wanted to be treated and how I should have been treating someone else. And so by the time we started dating, we actually started long distance and were very good at calling each other like all the time and talking. I think it helped a lot that we were like most of our relationship. We had like a summer romance and then she went to Paris for a fellowship. And then so we were long distance from Chicago, Paris and just like talked all the time. Wow. And I, you know, I just, I learned, like I was performing comedy and I learned from my like very first girlfriend that that she doesn't need to be at every single show. Like I was that good. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Jen, why? I know, I know. God. Okay, this is a safe space. Okay, I is also. I'm just also imagining too, like not just every show, but like we're talking early improv shows. I know, it's like I know. no one should be there. No one, like lovers. There should be friends. no audience. Exactly, no audience. No audience. Just other improv teams. Oh. oh my god, am I the am I the bad girlfriend? <laughs> but like you know things like that of just knowing that there can people can lead their independent lives and it doesn't mean that they don't love you or care about you so like oh, that's one of the things I've learned I think that's the biggest <laughs> lesson <laughs> biggest lesson of like don't drag your girlfriend everywhere <laughs> well, wait, wait which improv are we, what are we talking IO or uh, I was what? a second city I was a second city person okay it was professionalized um, <laughs> at least yeah. at least you weren't like it wasn't like IO or what was the other one um, the Annoyance Theater. The annoy- oh, yeah. It was, it was an annoyance and people are just screaming. And then every <laughs> once in a while, there's like one person who has a solid character. <laughs> okay, Wait, did Andy- you live in Chicago? No. no. Andy oh. just knows about all these improv groups and he will <laughs> get on mic and just drag. Okay? Well, I know Annoyance. Like, the, like um, uh, isn't... Uh, What's his name? Tim Robinson. He was on yeah, that yeah, episode Connor. of Connor. Connor. I think Connor's an annoyance guy. And I think yes. Connor is so good at his particular character that a bunch of people started doing that, but they're not him. Oh, and so yes. they're just like screaming. Unhinged screaming. Unhinged screaming <laughs> on stage. I saw one I saw one annoyance <laughs> performance where it was all that. And I was just like, oh please, just someone yes and someone else. I can I can name names. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list. I know oh. who you're talking about. I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, did wait? Did you two? Are you like? Did you have long term relationships before? I hadn't other? really. I hadn't. Andy okay. did. I had like the longest relationship I, I ever been in was eight months. So like, I didn't know what anything was. And certainly, it's funny to me that you. Only, it only took you one relationship to realize that the other person could lead their own life and still love you. I said, someone <laughs> learns quick. Someone really gets it quick. Um, I was not that person. Um, yeah, I had a couple that were like two to two and a half years. And then grad school where it was not much. Just like a little here and there. <laughs> here and there. Here and, and there. Then. Sorry. And, then. and then he moved to New York. And then, and then, and then met. I got him pretty quick, I guess, yeah. right? And you're living there? You lived in New York less than a I year? I think so. There wasn't really anyone like that like really like got me before you. Well, sure. Uh, that, like, sure. Well, Who else sure. could bring their A-game I, to that improv show? <laughs> it was improv. TN, was so it really? Why. Yes, yes. It was UCB. Oh. It was. <laughs> it was so very much understand. But I had oh. been on a couple like, like okay Cupid dates with people where I'm just like, is this what dating is? Like, it was just like, um, they were all fine. It was pleasant and there was no chemistry and I would just like, we would ask each other questions and it was fine and there was nothing like bad. And I'm just like, I guess this is dating. Cause but I like really nothing d- special. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's not bad, but it's not like, it's like, just like 
oh, slightly better than a job interview. Well, the date would end, and I would just be like, <laughs> I guess I should ask them out again. Uh huh. Like you know, you know when you're get when you're like your register is getting into those higher octaves when you're getting close to falsetto <laughs> as you're saying stuff like, I guess I should do this. That like you should not be. You're like, what? I think this is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. Do you have siblings? I have I have three sisters. Whoa. Okay. Would watch that TV show. Real little uh, women vibes. <laughs> little women vibes. Exactly. But and we're crazy spread out in age too. Like, uh, uh, I have two older sisters that are seven and eight years older than me, and my oh, wow. younger sister is uh, nine years younger than me. Wow. So your mo- your mom just <laughs> really kept being like, that. "Oopsie Daisy." Yeah, I know. My parents did not believe in family planning. Uh, they were just like, "Whatever happens, happens." They're, they're like, "Whatever happens, happens." <laughs> um, they also like our birthdays are also a day apart from each other. Like it's, it's so very it was weird. The like, same. Two, so two. the same time they would uh, engage in. Sex. What are you doing? Yes, you know, and no, I'm just this is some, No, it's the truth. It's the math. <laughs> It's just scientifically accurate. Uh, yeah. Have you figured out what the occasion is nine months no, before you? <laughs> this is honestly something I've only kind of like tracked in the last couple months when my little sister made a joke about it. Like we have uh, we have the April babies and the June babies. And like we have a birthday that's June 28th, June 29th. And my sisters are April 17th, April 18th. Like it's actually kind of like weird. Yeah, um, and then my my little sister was like, "Yeah, mom and dad only had like sex two times a year," and I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't done the math yet. I haven't counted back yet. Yeah. I haven't counted G- back yet. Stop January, it! Don't February. do it. No. <laughs> June. I mean, I mean, we're, we're talking here. We're, ta- is we're talking like a September, fall. like an August, yeah. September. I think what's happening is it's gotten real hot, and they're like, "You want to just go to bedroom with us the AC?" And then that's what they do. <laughs> When's their anniversary? Oh, December twenty Christmas. They got married on Christmas. That's cute. Is there, do it's they have so birthdays cute. in September or? I love. I honestly, Andy's really trying to figure okay. out when it's popping off. Uh, um, my dad's birthday is December twenty fifth. No, this is good. I want to mark my parents' calendar too. I want to know when my mom's ovulating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, you and the government. <laughs> Um, me, the FBI, want to know that my mom <laughs> is fertile. So, my mom's birthday is August second, and okay. my dad's. So that that fall that track that that tracks that kind of tracks. So that let's fits. do that. Okay. That fits. Okay. Well, this is not what I planned us to deep dive into, which is when your mother felt like having sex. But <laughs> this is way off of what we <laughs> ever talk about. Uh, but, but what I was wondering is. Um, I remember briefly because I feel like I met you shortly after you moved to LA. We were on a show mm-hmm. in like the the UCB Sunset, like whatever yeah. that side room was. I remember that. Yeah, yes. and but I remember you talking about like I think you were, like played soccer growing up, like you were a sporty teen. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, that also really falls in line with tanks for Hank, and so <laughs> that's all of a piece. Um, but <laughs> growing up, were you guys a like um? What's the word? Did you talk openly about emotions? Was it like, is this a household that like... Absolutely are, not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Okay. So where no, are you no, learning no. that? Therapy? Are you learning it with, yeah. uh, through girlfriends? Like what is going on? How are you becoming emotionally coherent? <laughs> oh my God. What a good question. Holy shit. You know, honestly, okay. 
I feel like when I was younger, I turned to my sisters a lot. And they were, like, my older sisters were really good. And, like, as we've gotten older, I think it's it's gotten a little harder. I think everyone's mm. emotional because... I don't know why. I mean, I think it's because everyone has their own thing going on and, like, we just were able to, like, be there for each other in a different way than we are now. I would say my, like, emotional coherence, I would say a lot of that is, like, from from my partner currently. Like, I feel hmm. like we were both very good at being transparent and honest with each other. And I think, not to be, like, so lesbian about it, but, like, we really talked, like, we were very, very good about making sure we weren't kind of modeling any bad behavior in terms of like talking to each other mm -hmm. or being able to like calmly communicate issues or problems. Like I, I think we're, I still have, I still have some issues of like never wanting to be wrong, but I think that's, <laughs> I get that, <laughs> but I have, I've gotten better at noticing when I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will say just like also my 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 dear friends that like close friends that I have had for a very long time. I think one, my best friend from college was also like a very, very good like emotional role model. Is that a thing? Yeah. Um, and, and so I feel like I learned a lot from her as well. Oh, that's interesting. I actually have not thought about the idea of an emotional role model before. I guess I went in the opposite direction where I had a friend in high school who uh, – uh, was repressed except for anger and so i was just like oh i can let my anger out like that cool <laughs> and so i went the other direction oh, no. yeah i went the other direction and i cool. was just like oh cool i can be angry if i <laughs> i can be i can be uh verb not for what's the word i'm looking for like uh, I, the the anger i can release it from its cage yes uh, okay uh -huh. okay and then, and then i had to Learn how to <laughs> not, page it back up. Not yeah, do go that. The opposite <laughs> go opposite. Go opposite. That, that was a bad role model. But like, I'm very curious, given because I knew you were in a long distance relationship. I did not realize it had been that long and that it started long distance, mm. really. So, you know, suddenly now, I mean, now the pandemic is hard for everybody. Yeah. Let alone a couple who hadn't really been around each other that much for that long. And then suddenly you guys were around each other all the time the way we all had to be. Were there any, um, was there anything about your girlfriend you learned in those early days of being around each other that you hadn't known before? Just because, again, you were you were separate so often. Um, she is really intense about shower cleanliness that I like lost <laughs> my mind about. Really, yes. <laughs> of just like uh, we had like a tiny a tiny mold problem, and I just it, it turned into a thing where it she would be like. I try not to splash your hair in that direction. I was like, this is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not okay. Um, I think, I think we both micromanaged each other on different things that I had not noticed before. Like she leaves little tissues around and I <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> um, and I would like walk around our house in my shoes by accident, like just little, little things like that. Just like, but for the most part we did, we were long distance, but we were also, it would, it was on and off a lot. So I had spent oh, okay. a good amount of time with okay, her. Okay. I think the biggest thing that we had to kind of get over in the pandemic was that she was teaching from our one bedroom apartment. Uh, ah. 
online and that was really, <laughs> really hard because I would wear my like noise canceling headphones for like hours at a time yeah. and like it, it just that I think that was just hard mm. was just trying to navigate the small space and like you know, timing my bathroom breaks because I peed one time and it showed up in the background of a... <laughs> She's like trying to talk about Matisse. And I know. <laughs> and you just hear like a song screaming. <laughs> but were you... So like the way it was set up, where, where would she work? Would she work in the bedroom or work out Yeah, she was working in the bedroom. Okay, so you had a little more of the rain. Like at least you could go to the kitchen and stuff. Yeah, I could, go to the, I could go to the kitchen, but like, have you tried right. to make like a quiet lunch? Like that's right. hard. <laughs> it's lunch. really hard. I'm surprised it's that hard, but also I guess you're right. Part of me is like, wait, what are you doing? Why is it loud? But then I was like, I guess just, yeah, opening but, and closing shit. And like, I mean, opening and closing... A cuke, cutting a cucumber is like a thunderstorm. Like, you know, it's so loud. Wait, a cu- well, hold on. <laughs> I'm telling you, every noise you... I cut cute. What, what are these cukes? I cut cukes all the time. <laughs> English, what? the English cucumbers, the one that comes in plastic. No, I'm just saying, like, you would have... When you're trying to, like, be quiet, you're like, oh, my, everything is insanely loud. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get yeah. what you're saying. In yeah, totally. I still disagree about the cucumbers, but <laughs> in general, I understand what you're saying. Um, oh. Are you the only lesbian of the sisters? Of your sisters? Yes, and it better fucking stay that way. Um, <laughs> no, I am, I am. But if anybody wants to come out, it's fine. <laughs> Other three sisters, if you're listening, this is your opening. Um. I, I, yes, I'm the only yeah. queer, but my sisters, my older sisters are married. Um, and my youngest sister is self, self describes as violently straight. So, you know, just let it, violently. <laughs> like she'll make, she like loves, do you know what the wet Republic pool in Las Vegas is? What are you saying? What? I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> These are places she loves to go. She loves to go to like one of those EDM concerts where you can stand in a pool. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's my younger sister. (laughs) Ew. Ew, the water. I I know. (laughs) I know. That's a combination monkeypox COVID-19. There it is. That's a combination. That's an indoor water park, so that's, that's part of the family. Park. That's for the family, but also the Tran family loves an indoor water situation. <laughs> but oh no, yeah. So oh. like, oh no, to be young—that's so to, young to me. It's so young. It's <laughs> it's such a young thing to go to. Could uh, dancing in a pool? Are you crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I oh, could fall. No. There's so many things I could. What do you do with your phone? Like, what are we doing with our phones? Our valuables. I don't. Oh God. Um, I mean, I've never been on any drugs, but like, let alone Molly. But I just imagine being on that in a thing of like unknown fluids. A A packed packed pool pool. of unknown fluids. You know, people pee in that pool. You know, they pee in that pool. I was even thinking worse. Well, that, but Andrew, please, Andrew, please, but pee at the very least. Pee, pee at the least, and we know. We won't, we won't say it, but we know. We won't say it. Um, but it's interesting that you say that you guys were closer when you were younger, because to me it seems like the age gap would have been, it puts more a div- div- of a divide when you're younger, right? Like a nine-year-old and an 18-year-old aren't really vibing. Yeah. 
But that's now true. it's because everyone's like. But being... that's an age. And tell me if I'm. <laughs> and that's an age. What am I, Jiminy Glick? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. But like, it seems like that. That's where like, oh, I'm gonna take my younger sister to the. To <laughs> the mall? <laughs> was about to say, I was to what? The yes. horse race track. I don't know why that. Why would you say sibling relationships? Are I, this is also why improv is not necessarily Andy's best because his <laughs> references. The you got to justify real the, quick the things that jump into my <laughs> mind. But like that's like it's different. Like if she, if she had been fourteen and you were eighteen, you would be like, "Ooh, get away from me." But a nine year old, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll take you to the mall, or I'll take you." Like it seems like they're not. Like it's so far away that it's not encroaching it's like upon cute. you. It's like it's cute. cute. And fun. Yes. It is cute and fun. Like we always went to the horse races, and it was <laughs> my in little eerie, sister. In now, eerie, my eerie, little sister would like to put down a trifecta: <laughs> two over three and seven. Oh my god! But I think well, it is that. It is that. Like I, I thought my older sisters were like the coolest of all time. Like. Mm-hmm. I did think that when my, my one of my older sisters went through a really serious goth phase and I did cry to my mom being like, I don't want to do that. I thought it was like a thing we all had to go through. Oh, um, oh yeah. Everybody. Everyone gets issued a Susie and the Banshees album and some <laughs> white face paint. And, <laughs> and you're like, I'm, you know, I'm not I don't want to. I don't want to. And she's like, you don't have to. But I need you to leave. This is my one week to have sex. I <laughs> <laughs> can't help you right now. Okay, okay. I, I think oh we should take God. a break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to answer some of your advice. 
Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order, plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off, plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office. Okay, I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. With Tian Tran, honey, here to help you handle your scandal. Okay, Tian's out here famously, famously making love work for nine whole years. <laughs> famously, it's got a got a good head on her shoulders. Mm. Famously, never went through a goth phase. Never went through a goth phase. <laughs> okay, you're fuck out of here. That's what she said. And so. Now she's gonna help us help you. Honestly, of the three of us, she is the most emotionally stable. Yeah, so I think so. <laughs> I think this is good. We need this energy. <laughs> All right. I okay. Think this one should be fun? Question mark. We'll see. Hello again, Andy and Naomi. Again. It's me. I just left you guys a message, but I was kind of nervous, and I went through everything really fast. So I just wrote some notes out, more details. Uh, let's, let's just put it out there. So I just went on a solo vacation. I didn't mention that I was by myself, but I did go on a solo vacation for a few days uh, to this beach town. Um, I did meet this little surfer guy my first day there. He picked me up, took me out the next day. And basically since then, we hung out the entire time um, up until it was time for me to go to the airport. He mm-hmm. actually just dropped me off, literally went all the way to the gates until the airport security told him he couldn't go anymore. Um, and now he's kind of just been texting me almost nonstop. Um, pretty soon, like the same day, he was telling me, te quiero, and now he's saying te amo. And I know Spanish. <laughs> but I know that those like mean different things, and I'm not exactly sure what is what. And I would just feel better about ghosting him, knowing that he's not serious. 
But the second part is that I really like this little town. It's a little beach town, super quaint, very chill. No one wears shoes. I loved it. And I want to go back within six months. Um, how can I let him down easy enough so that it's not awkward for me when okay. I return? So I might want to hang out when I return. I might. I just don't want to talk while I'm here. I don't want to, you know, keep up a relationship here for what? Um, so hopefully wow. you had a Spanish speaking guest today that can help me out. If not, absolutely oh well, can't. I might just go some. We'll see. Thanks. Bye. Uh, I would like to first start and say uh, we do not recommend ghosting on this show. We do not. Ghosting okay. is okay. rude and wrong. Okay. I don't like ghosting. You grown. You need to be able to look somebody in the eye. If you can let somebody inside you, you can have a conversation. That's my theory. How dare you? I That is such a good piece of advice. <laughs> if you can let somebody inside you. <sighs> okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. You have wow. to be able to Why, Were you going to suggest the ghosting? No, 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 no. No, I wasn't. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, considering your last vacation, your last summer fling is your nine-year lover. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know how to let them how, I know. Them I'm go. like, how do I? Well, first of all, I that was actually one of the things. A vacation bay is like one thing that I didn't ever check off the list. That, uh, that is... That is <laughs> That is a thing that has always appealed to me. Just the idea of like getting swept away at a vacation and like, that sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> is there a specific rom-com where you saw that of and course. you're just like, and that you of took course. it into your heart? Oh God. I can't remember. I, now I'm like trying to rack my brain through all these rom-coms, but I, I can't think of one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Didn't they go on a vacation in that or something? Is that what is that what happened? I can't remember. That was like too late for me. Like I'm yeah, I stopped watching around then. Yeah, like I'm like the '90s rom coms, like on my best friend's wedding. I can't hardly wait. Was huge. When Harry loved can't hardly. When Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally loved Ten Things I Hate About You. Yep. Yes. That that, but I'm not. I can't think of a. Maybe like under the Tuscan sun. I don't know. What is she doing in there? Yeah, she's definitely <laughs> getting away from it all, but falling in love. Yeah, pray love. Think, is that a thing? A little. Yeah, I a guess it happened bit. when she was away. But like, that, okay, that was like she was like you know going through something. I think like her husband had died, or she had just had cancer. Like it was something where it's like this is part yes. of my transformation. Yep. Um, but I okay, think. But, but here's because here's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you can say, especially and in a way, you're kind of not lucky but the fact is this can be over text just yep. because you are not in the same place so it's not like you have to like have a conversation by the water cooler or have a conversation you know at a party when you run into them i think it really is just saying like i had so much fun with you um i would love to just keep like you know let's keep this for the beach you know what i mean Sometimes, like, <gasps> wow. like you know, something that's very like that was of that time and space. Yes. I really enjoyed it. So you're not being like, leave me alone. Gross. But you're saying like, that was then. Okay. And I am not there right now. <laughs> that was then. This is now. Exactly. Wait, the best that the is monkeys. so, that is such, see, I would be bad. I would not have been able to text properly in the situation. <laughs> and that was said. So keep it on the beach is like so poetic. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, it really is. I'm like, that is good. good. Keep it on the beach. <laughs> Keep it on the beach. Yeah. 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 Like just have their time you know? and just, you know, just have your time. Just, something like that. And like, you know, just being like, you know, I'm back. In, I'm back in. I'm back in like 
busy life now, you know, because I think yeah. it's also too, not just that, but it's like, we all know the difference between vacation availability and real life availability. Yeah. Just in terms of like, I can't be messing you all the time. I got shit to do now. But like, <laughs> when I was chilling, sure, bothered me all day, but mm-hmm. that's I not where you're the at. Most mature, I think that's the most mature spot. I don't know how he'll take it. Well, you know? sure. Well, but if sure. he's saying, I love you. But then that's when we block his number. And you know then what I'm you saying? Block, yeah. And then you pick a new town. There's on, so many on. beach towns. I'm sorry. And then you pick a new beach town because that is what needs to happen next. So text, our courtship lives among the sand dunes. And then block. <laughs> is that what you guys. What was that accent? Our courtship. <laughs> our courtship lives among the sand dunes. He has not answered me. What is that accent? Yeah, what is that? And I caught your what? Our courtship lives among oh, the courtship. sand dunes. Okay. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I love that. <laughs> the beach spray was the... Uh, you know what it is? <laughs> what is it, Andy? It's halfway between Southern and British. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real long journey. Halfway between uh, those two. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the that, beach I spray think... was the was the uh, uh, soundtrack for our romance. and You've shine. ruined it. You've ruined it. I had no. the best version. We're just going to go did. with that. We're going to go hey. with that one. Yeah. Or no she could be like... Ups. No punch-ups. Or, no punch-ups. No punch-ups. No punch-ups. No, what I was going to say. Wait, but I have a question, though. Had you had any, like, flings or hookups? Do you know what I mean? No, hookups are different. I mean, flings. Like, people, again, back, you know, in your early, in your 20s, you know, pre your oh, yes. lady love. Oh, yeah. Um, I had one time where... I like uh, hooked up with a friend of a friend in New York City and we kept up and I lived in Chicago and I kept we kept up like a text exchange that was really flirty. And then she surprised showed up in Chicago without telling me. Well, see, see, see. And and it was because I didn't say keep it on the beach. And I should (laughs) have and I should have said that. Yeah, I should have said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Courtship lives among the skyscrapers. (laughs) Lives among lives. the subway rats. <laughs> <laughs> Our courtship is a pizza rat. A pizza um, rat. Among the E train, which is 23 minutes late. Um, <laughs> now, but, but the reason why I ask that, though, is because as a fellow rom-comer, it's like, for me, I was taught, it was like, I wanted the relationship, right? Same. Like, even a hookup, like, it was just the pretext, it was the meet cute, it was the way you would reel them in for what was really the relationship. Like, I didn't really just want to hook up. What I was hoping whenever I hooked up is that this was going to be, like, the, the, how, the way love started. I, I'm exactly the same way. Truly, that was the only time. And the other times, I was like, yeah, we're going to, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I'm bringing, if you're, if we're going to each other's rooms, <laughs> then we're married. If I'm letting them, we're married. <laughs> if I let you see inside my boudoir, uh-huh. we're married. We're married. Wow. I, felt that, I felt that way too. Even if it wasn't right for me, did you rings. feel that? Like even if it wasn't right for me, I was like, we're we're dating. Yeah. Ab- oh, absolutely. It's like not even like that. It's so funny because it's almost like it was always. Even if it wasn't right, it was almost like, why don't you love me? And that's a little <laughs> different. You know what I mean? Like, it was a little kind of like, because I think I would go through phases, too, where, like, I would almost pick a person who I thought wasn't great because I thought them being not great meant that they would like me. And that's I think it's a real bad way to operate because there's actually nothing worse for your self-esteem when someone you've deemed unworthy then chooses not to like you. And it's like, well, you made that mistake. You, like, picked bad on purpose? It's like, what? 
You're cruising. Cruising, cruising for a bruising with that. Bad, bad, bad. But, but look like, at us now. But look at us now. Making love work with the t- cream of the crop. Do they at least like have uh, <laughs> huge dongs or whatever? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Well, what are you getting out of it? I'm trying to figure out what you're like. This guy sucks, but you know. Well, that, again, it's not like they'd be a totally bad. Obviously, like you want to put a someone more like. He'll do. Like, it was yes, like that kind of thing. Yeah, they're like, yep. it's fine. And I just thought, okay, well, then it, maybe by picking this person, they'll fa- they'll be so appreciative of me or they'll fall for me or they'll be, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know, they weren't bad as much as, like, they'd usually either be boring usually or, like, um, uh, what's the word? Mediocre. Mediocre, but also just, no, specifically, like, they weren't about anything. Like where it was like, yeah. do you have a passion? Do you they have a beige skill? Lumps. Beige lumps. Beige lumps. But we all did. Like I did that. I I you dated a, a few beige lumps. Little lumps in my day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all did. Because you're kind of just like I, I had a moment too where I was like, if that person is into me, then that's fine. That's that's the bar. <laughs> yep. 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 That was the Being bar. Into I was yep. like, if you're into me, then. It doesn't even matter what I think. You know, like that. that was- <laughs> is that what, for you, is that what was, all that was appealing about the lumps? Was that they were into you? Was there anything where you're just like, oh, this, you know. There were some lumps. I, I feel bad that we're calling them lumps. But you know what? They are. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, they were, they were fine. Like, like Naomi, like you said, like they were fine. There was nothing like terrible. It was just like not right. And nothing quite spark. There was no spark, but it was. Mm-hmm. Enough to like have a fun flirtation, right? Mm. There was no PTE. There was no. Exactly. There was n- absolutely no PTE. Well, I will say what's fun about referring to someone as a lump or a beige lump is that like no one ever knows when they're the beige lump. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Like you can say that, and like no one will be offended because they won't <laughs> think it's them. Yep. And it's like only you know who the lump in your life is. <laughs> okay, only you know. Only you know. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> It's Only right. you know the lump in your life. <laughs> it's true. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, uh, all right. You want to go to this one? Yeah. Here? Okay. Did we help you vacation? <laughs> that is a good question. Did we help you? You need to directly text, let's keep this on the beach, appreciate yes. you, um, or or you can be like, I will let you know when I'm back in town. Like, there no talking is. in between. Like, just something that very clearly says this the way we were interacting is done yep now that i'm back on the mainland yes. yep and send like an austin powers gif that says like groovy or something because that's the most unerotic thing you can do <laughs> and it just lets you know that unerotic. yeah just shut it down yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah absolutely <laughs> okay now we're ready go andy go hey andy and naomi my name is Catherine, and i'm just gonna jump right in with my question so I've been with my boyfriend for almost three years now. He's awesome. I love our relationship. He treats me so well. And I think we're really happy together. And we just moved to Denver together from Virginia in the summer. And we moved in together during that transition. So we didn't live together before. Mm-hmm. And it's gone pretty well Um But something I'm noticing as we live together now that I'm not really sure how to handle is that Mm. I know one of my love languages is, like, I need to have deep conversations and feel that connection of um, 
just talking and having things to bond over in that way. And I feel like we've spent so much time together through the pandemic and now through living with each other that we're not really getting into topics as deep as we used to. And I, I used to love how we would connect in that way. And I just don't know how to bring this up. Like, I don't know how we can find something to bond over like that again or just just get into it because I like to have a deep talk and I just feel like we're sort of missing that again now or I don't know is this crazy let me know what you guys think I love your podcast thank you guys for entertaining me during the day bye start a podcast together <laughs> no no that will ruin it um <laughs> oh no no I'm teasing but no but I will say though because you know what it made me think of I'm like oh it's like it's true it's like you now live together and yeah. life is in the way. The fact is when you start seeing somebody every day, it ain't deep anymore. Yep. And when, you know, and just especially if you know you now have both moved into this new city where the question of here's what I'm wondering is did you move for one person's job or both of you like kind of where what is your status in this new city? Cuz I'm wondering if you just want to live 1 mile up. But like, do you have do you have like a I social? Know. You have a Elijah. Don't uh, just I can't. I can't. <laughs> it's like, do you have people to engage with and talk to? Yep. Because I do think relationships shift. You know, people will say like, when you start living together, or if, when you have kids, or when you just have other things that you end up focusing on. That is, mm-hmm. it's not the same as when you you know see each other a few times a week and get to like download each other on everything that has happened. It's like different when you're around each other all the time. It is, which is why, I mean, I would suggest ghost him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all you can do. Um, You know, when that, like, when I feel like that, my partner and I try to, like, very intentionally go on dates. Because I think that helps. Because I, like, to to switch up the routine, because it is, when you do live with each other, you have your, you kind of fall into, like, these patterns that I think can allow you to like not get as deep because you're just like, okay, I'm just going to go like sit and have dinner and then we're going to watch TV. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like that can happen a lot, but then like maybe, maybe suggest like, you know, having like a date out in your new city, like once a week to kind of re-engage and also just like do something fun together that you can download on each other. Yeah. 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 That's great. Did you find Were there, uh, when you and your girlfriend moved in together, did you find any like the same kind of problem or something similar? I mean, not. I don't want to brag, but <laughs> <laughs> we. I really think we we established like such a good like communication of like being able to talk to each other for hours on well, end. Well, but see, but that's okay. But that's what I was gonna say. Like to me, like you know, because especially when you said like after your summer she was in Paris and you were doing improv like you were in Chicago and stuff where I'm like I know for me and I'll say this about me and Andy we're not great on the phone like if Mm. you're checking in with us you know especially if I was about going about my day and my partner's like doing something dynamic like living in a foreign country (laughs) literally I'm like I was like I don't know I hung out I saw some people and got some food. Do you know what I, mean? like, I wouldn't have much to say. Like to me, it's almost harder because you want it to be mm. like a stand-up set in a certain way. Like you want it to like. What are the punchy things? Then you have to like go through it. Well, kind of because it's mm. or or it's sort of like 
as opposed to just like when listing you, what happened. Exactly. Well, because when you and I just spend the day together, we kind of ebb and flow. I'll kind of come bother you when you're working. Yeah. You'll come say something to me when I'm sleeping. That's usually <laughs> the dynamic. Tien, oh, I'm sleeping. He's working. Um, but it just kind of just happens, right? It'll be like an idea popped into my head versus what it is to set up a time to have a call or have a meal. And then suddenly it's like, what is the information I have to give you during this time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, well before the pandemic, I think the nature of also what we do as creative people is like we can have great weeks or months or days and we can yeah. have very boring weeks or months or days. Yeah. And so it is, um, I don't know, sometimes I'm like, I don't have anything to say. Like, I don't know what I would do. So if I was in a, in a point in a relationship where I was trying to like keep you interested. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it long distance. I don't know if I can maintain my interesting level long I enough. I think you could. Yes. I mean, do you want to hear about the anime or the true crime I watched? Do you I know mean, what I mean? Honestly, I don't yes. know. <laughs> I don't know if I do. You tell me about it, you know, yeah, daily. But I tell you about it against your will. <laughs> but I like hearing it from you. I think this is oh, the thing. Oh, he loves me. Oh, I, I think... <laughs> Here's the thing. When you're living with someone for real, I wonder if it's not it's not that like you're just talking about like, you know, oh, we got to call the exterminator because we're surrounded by brown widows outside. It is like all the like regular stuff you have to do. Especially if you live <laughs> that in is Los very Angeles. specific to us. You guys, there are brown widow spiders. We Andrew goes out every besieged. night and he besieged says and he's trying them. to get them. He's trying to get them every I, night. You know what? I dealt with a brown. We dealt with a brown recluse in brown recluses. No. You know what? That was the Midwest trauma. I totally blocked it out. The brown what? recluse spiders. They have those those in the Midwest? Midwest? Those are yes. awful. Those are awful. I blocked. I completely blocked it out. So I get it. I get How'd it. you kill it? We, we, we set up a moat. I'm not joking. I believe. We set up, um, we had, an, our, our landlord sent Orkin people to come all the time, but they can live deep into the crevices of your home. Most homes older than like 1960 or 70 have them. <gasps> and they can lay 50 eggs no. at, one, at one time. No! And they can be in hibernation for a really long time. And we saw one in our couch. And I kid you not. Oh, I kid oh you God. Not, I kid you not. When we saw that one, we then took and built a moat of sticky traps around our couch before we moved to L.A. Because my partner was like, I swear to God, if we move with a brown recluse, I'm going to mm-hmm. lose my fucking mind. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. caught probably like 15 like headed towards and away from the couch so what were they doing okay tiana i'm sorry dude i would have burnt that fucking couch you would have never got me sitting on that couch (laughs) i would have burnt that house down they so that is the that that was the trauma i forgot i truly forgot about the brown recluses that we dealt with for a full year so what are the brown (gasps) widows doing what are you doing they're just outside. They're so, outside, thank God. So, well, every night I've been going with like, <laughs> the internet says vinegar. It doesn't. I've I've sprayed them with vinegar every night for a week. It hasn't done anything. They're just Go like hardcore. Just get just like chemicals. fuck off. What are you doing? Thank you. Get real chemicals. I said get, get, those get true the poison. I've been trying because I didn't want to like because chemicals will kill every insect out there, and I That's wanted true. to try to preserve the ecosystem. Of the outside of our house, but like it's too. I can't walk Mabel. I have to literally like pick her up and like jump over a low wall because they put they because they their their webs are across the stairs. I can't even walk her down the stairs. I can't even carry her down the stairs because then they'll get on me and I don't want to ruin the ecosystem. 
jump uh, ju- down a low wall. J- just get rid of all. Of, you, they'll come back. The ones you want will come back. I promise. <laughs> I promise. That's how those poisons work, you know? (laughs) Anyway, my whole point was like, I think it's not the everyday stuff that gets in the way. It's that you already are, you're like in a deep place with the person when Mm. you move in with them or should be. And I think then that sets a new level of deepness that is difficult to get to. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? No, explain, like, the, explain know, the difficult to get to part of that. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I now know, like, micro expressions. I now can, mm-hmm. like, read you in a way I didn't before we lived together. Right. I did oh, tell yeah. you that I was starting, it was my period week, and you said, I know. <laughs> in a way that was like, wow, 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 wow. I have been found out. I have been seen. He is aware of the schedule. Yeah. 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 And I don't have a one of those period tracker app. No, no, no. You're not the FBI. No. You're not the FBI. (laughs) I am certainly not the FBI. (laughs) So it is just like, it's like uh, you can read the person in a way you hadn't before. So now like what is deep is now a further, is like a a new level that you have to plumb. Yeah. And so, and that's difficult to get to all the time. Well, I also, but I think it goes back to me. It stays with what you said to start TN about like having a, having new experiences because I think that's how you Mm -hmm. find out you find out more about not just your partner but yourself right because it seems like what you guys probably need and again you're in a new city so it's you know perfect timing but you just need some new experiences because I noticed for instance too it's like left to my own devices in the house you know and I feel so even about stand-up right like stuff doesn't come to me but when I go out into the world and begin to engage I start to be like oh I have a really strong reaction to this person's behavior that I would not have ever thought of until I saw that behavior. You know what I mean? Or something like that where it's like, that's what gets you talking and gets you thinking. Like, Andy and I, you know, we hate a lot of the same things. <laughs> we are equally judgmental. So when we go out into the world, we it is almost like sometimes we can really bond because a lot of times we'll just like share a look. And that look usually means, do you see this bitch? You know what I mean? And it's like, that's a closeness we only kind of experience when yeah. it's like out, right? Versus just sitting in the house when it's kind of like, okay, we want to watch the same thing. Um, yeah. And so and I al- do think that's the way. I think that's the way. And also like, don't put weight on every convo. Like, no. you know, there is a time and in place for the deep convos. It doesn't need to, yeah. you know, like you don't have to mind what's happening in the news. <laughs> Right before you go to bed. How does Ukraine make you feel, Henny? I, I mean, <laughs> it's like, I've definitely done that. I've definitely <laughs> done that to my partner. At like right before bed, I'll 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 have doom scrolled. No, and just Mm-mm. oh, and just be like, oh, long COVID is getting all of us. And she's like, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Andy said to me, and I've been trying to. He's like, do not look at Twitter after eight p.m. It's so and good. I, it's really I think has been good for me. No it's Twitter correct. after eight p.m. No prestige TV after eleven p.m. That's for him because he gets to watching them good shows and then he can't go to bed. Oh, okay. I like both of those. I'm going to take both of those. Yeah. You got it. Only you shitty TV after 11. <laughs> Only like, sh- I watched the Better Call Saul finale last night at like midnight and I was up till two. Up till oh, two. I watched, we watched Severance finale Ooh. late at night and that just gave me nightmares. So. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Gotta learn. Can't do gotta it. learn. Gotta learn. Can't, Can't do, do it after 11. You gotta cut it off. You gotta cut it you off. You know. I also think I need to just say to myself, Naomi, do not pick up your phone once you get in the bed. Because I tend to, and I'm telling you, I'm not, and I, this is not even me looking at stuff. This is me playing Boggle, 
farm heroes. And I'll say to myself, you know, with a farm heroes, you only get What's five farm lives. It's just like a match three in the Candy Crush family. Okay. <laughs> and a match three in the Candy Crush family. <laughs> and you get like five lives. You know what I mean? And, then you run, and so I'm always like, oh, I'll just do my five lives and I'll go to bed. Well, this game, they've been finding ways to get you. Because it'll be like, just watch an ad and you get another life. Or why don't you play this, like like this little side quest or whatever. And or it's like, sometimes you get an hour of infinite lives. And then you say, I got to try And you have to use bit. it. And you I have gotta to use it. I got to do a little it. bit at least. <sighs> it's bad. And I, cause I literally go, oh, this can't be more than 10 minutes. Well, it can't <laughs> nah, be. It can't be. It very much can be. And I will be that person. It's like, why is it 1 a.m.? And I got into bed at 1030. It'll make no oh, kind I'm, of sense. Put the, put the limits on Farm Hero so that you can just blow right through them when you see them pop up. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> now that you said, you know, now you and your partner are living here together. Wait, can you say her name? Or are you not allowed to say her government name? Oh, I like to just keep it private. Okay, fine. Okay. okay, no, no, yeah, just yeah. checking. No, no, no. I just, because I was like, are we doing this on purpose or is it just happening, right? Anyway, <laughs> so now that you guys are in LA, which I guess would be more your turf than hers, and you're like still just like freshly here, um, how is it feeling to be here together now uh you know andy and i famously hate los angeles so i guess i'm kind of wondering how is she feeling after all that time in champagne and now she's in here and how's that going i mean no brown recluses so that's a step up i mean that's a huge step up uh i think i mean i think she loves it I, i i think i mean she like we both wanted to be in the same place and have an opportunity for her to like get to write what she wants to write instead of being in academia, which was like, I don't know if you have friends and family in academia, but it's hard, right? I mean, it's just like hard. I used to be. Yeah, and okay. was a professor. I was a philosophy professor. Oh my God. And like, it's sometimes completely thankless work and <laughs> crazy hours and just not enough help from anyone. And mm-hmm. in the pandemic, students were even compl- like out of control. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Not in a bad way, but just like they needed help and nobody was helping him and one person can't help like 50 students. Like it's so much. So I I think it's really exciting that she gets to be out here to finally do what she wants to do full time, which is really exciting. I think we are both kind of weary of LA. I don't know if I like it. Mm -hmm. Like I I can't tell, but so far... I'm enjoying it and we're trying to like go out on new adventures. Like mm-hmm. we went to the flea, the Rose Bowl flea mm-hmm. market on, oh, on Saturday. Ooh, my God. Interracial lesbians, the flea market sounds idyllic. <laughs> that sounds romantic. That is the rom-com. That's the it opening. Is, it is the rom-com. It is the opening. And we did measure out vintage furniture. You, <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> um, and then only to, to kind of play into it more, we went to a soccer game later. We went to a women's soccer game later. Oh, oh my God. Wait, did you go, the one that's here and Abby yes, and Glennon were there? Yes. <laughs> Abby and Glenn. Yes. Abby and Glenn's team. <laughs> yeah. Abby and Glennon. Those um, two. Have you been to a game? It's so fun. No, our friend Andrew goes to them a lot. So I see it on his Instagram. Oh, they're but so fun. They're so fun. Are they fun? I think oh, I River love- went to it last week. Yeah, we should try to go to one. Why not? We just keep saying we want to do new things. I mean, we saw a ch- children's production of Legally Blonde the Musical, and it was the Wait, greatest night of our lives. That? that sounds incredible. Perfect. It it's was a Pasadena. Perfect. Our friend's daughter was in it. And it's oh, like, my God. And I'm like, 
oh, I just need to be out in the world seeing new shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, we've been here five years and we just made a list of things to do. <laughs> right? We just Last weekend, I was like, because it's like, you know, we'll see people post stuff and I'm like, how did I not know Boys to Men was at the Hollywood Bowl? <laughs> or how did I not know that you could go to LA Zoo at night? Wait, and you can? Like, yeah, they have like uh, Friday night events. Like, apparently last Friday was brew at the zoo. I don't like beer, but I'm like, if you wanted to be out and about and see animals... That's a perfect time to go. Perfect. An, it's a perfect no time IPA. to go. Yeah. Have an IPA. I said no children. All the animals to myself. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like I, I think we're both trying to. We were trying to make ourselves like at least if we don't like it, if it would be our own fault that we didn't take advantage of going to see places. So like that yeah. is, we're trying. Yeah. 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 No, you have to. It's very good. It's how you keep things fresh. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, like, do you want to stay here permanently? Do I do both of you? Do we want we, to? No. Know, but do we, we need have to, to make yeah. probably that is exactly that is exactly where we are at. <laughs> so I think, and, and I will say that I think that, you know, I don't see myself being chill with COVID anytime soon. No, nope, me neither. <laughs> this versus New York, at least here, I can do a lot of outdoor interaction that I couldn't do. And you also can do in the Midwest for four or five months out of the year. Nope. So nope. it's like, you know, that I'm like, all right, we might have to be here for a minute. We might have to be here. The pic- you can but. sit at the picnic tables outside longer here. It's exactly. I know. I know. That's fine. We're doing our best. I mean, you're doing great. You and your love are together at last in sunny <laughs> California. And she's living her dream. Who doesn't love it? We're all, look. Let's just say it. we're all doing great. We're all, we're all doing, doing great. great. Under the despair, <laughs> we are all doing great. It's so true. Who knew that I that I'd be okay as civilization crumbled? You know that's weird. I know that is weird. I mean that we're resilient. You know, <laughs> that says something about us that we can yeah. still laugh and smile in this time <laughs> when things couldn't be worse. <laughs> We're the brown recluses of the crumbling empire. Oh my god, we really are. I'm about oh I'm about god. to give birth to fifty babies right now. Also, I'm like, is that what I need to be calling myself? <laughs> Just ask me. It's like, honey, I'm a brown recluse. I don't want to be out, and I am dangerous. All right, <laughs> All right that's the end. <laughs> Tien. 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 Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a true joy. Thank you so much. I had so much. Am I, should I stop this recording? Sure. We'll say goodbye. This was. I just want to say it was a rejuvenating hour. A beautiful rejuvenating oh. hour. And we'll Likewise. see you guys next week. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.